Hello there and welcome to another episode of the Salt Mines X-Wing podcast, a podcast dedicated to the backbone of the X-Wing community. That's right, people just like you doing what they can to get better at the game. I'm your host Sailor Joe and this week we're going to do an LVO wrap up. But first, our first segment. List building with Joe. And it's not that often that I go back-to-back on factions for List of the Week, but I wanted to see if I could build a uh, solid Empire list without Vader in any way, shape, or form. So here's a five-ship list that uh, maybe you can consider. So we start with uh, Suntir Fell in the TIE Interceptor, and he's rocking Discipline and Shield Upgrade. Then we've got Juno Eclipse with Proton Rockets, Merrick Steel with Fire Control and Afterburners. And then Tomex Bren with two True Grit. So this is Bomber Pack Tomex Bren. So True Grit, Plasma Torpedoes, Ion Bombs. And then rounding out the list, we've got Captain Faroff with Iron Limited Overdrive, Captain Hark, and Targeting Computer. And the idea here is uh, Suntier kind of does what he wants. Um... Juno kind of does what she wants. Merrick and Tomax are kind of—I well, don't want to say married together, but they're—they're they're pretty close. And uh, Captain Faroff does his own thing. So anyway, that's the list. Let me know what you think in the Discord. Let's head into our next segment. AMG rules for. And we've got a couple more questions this week, so we'll start with this one, which has to do with Darth Vader crew. OP, hello there. Can you, with Vader crew, first check the attack arc range 0 to 2 and then choose do not use the ability the same way as sensibility? Answer. Yes, a player may measure range to any number of ships. Then the player may choose a ship from among the valid options or choose no ship at all. If no ship is chosen, then the costs are not paid and the ability is removed from the queue without resolving. Slightly more detail can be found in the how are abilities that, quote, may choose a ship, end quote, example K2SO or Darth Vader, Resolved when they reach the ability queue entry of the rules reference guide on page 37. Alright, next question. Afterburners. Can you still do a regular action after you use afterburners? Like in a TIE Bomber, Major Rhymer, Standard Loadout. Can I afterburners then barrel roll and red target lock? Answer. Yes, you are able to perform a non-boost action during your perform action step after afterburners are used to perform a boost. The trigger for afterburners is after you fully execute a speed 3 to 5 maneuver, which occurs before the perform action step and also does not require or does not replace the perform action step. So assuming you are able to perform an action during your perform action step, you can definitely do that after using afterburners. 
Okay. And then we're going to continue our look into the rules reference guide. And this week we're going to pick barrel roll. So let's read what the rules reference guide has to say about the barrel roll. So, and this is all a quote. Pilots can barrel roll to move their ship laterally and adjust their position. When a small ship performs a barrel roll action, it barrel rolls by following these steps. 1. Take the one straight template. 2. Place the narrow edge of the template flush against the left or right side of the ship's base. The template must be placed with the middle line of the template aligned with the hash mark on the side of the base. Lift the ship off the play surface, then place the ship with the hash mark on the side of the base aligned to the front, middle, or back of the other narrow end of the template. Return the template to supply. When a medium or large ship barrel rolls, substitute long edge for narrow edge in the above description. Also of note, when a player declares to barrel roll a ship, that player also declares whether the ship is barrel rolling to the right or left. Then while attempting to place the ship, the player may attempt to place the ship at the front, middle, or back and back before choosing one of these positions. While attempting to place a ship to complete a barrel roll, a barrel roll can fail if any of the following occurs. All three positions would cause the ship to overlap another ship. All three positions would cause a ship to overlap or move through an obstacle. All three positions would cause the ship to be outside the play area and therefore would cause that ship to flee. If a barrel roll fails, the ship is returned to its prior position before it attempted the barrel roll. If this was part of a barrel roll action, that action fails. The player cannot choose to fail a barrel roll if one of the three positions would not cause the action to fail. Performing a barrel roll does not count as executing a move maneuver, but does count as a move. If an ability instructs a ship to barrel roll, this is different than performing a barrel roll action. A ship that barrel rolls without performing the action can still perform the barrel roll action this round. Okay. That's all pretty straightforward. Uh, if you have any questions, link them in the Discord. Let's head into the next segment. And now it's time for the main event. And to let you all in a little bit behind the scenes to see how I do things, um, this isn't going to be the LVO roundup that I was hoping for, as the LVO results haven't been pushed to um, List Fortress yet. So that's probably because Brian hasn't closed the tournament out yet. So, Brian, if you're listening, close the tournament out. Anyway, <laughs> um, let's talk about, we, we are going to, because I want to, I do want to get into how I did and who I faced and um, that kind of thing, but uh, I'm going to delay that a little bit. So if you're listening to this episode and that's all you wanted to hear, uh, fast forward to an undetermined time when I start talking about um, the LVO events that I did. 
But first, we are going to talk about a walk that happened in Chile, uh, where there were 22 players, um, a, a couple little little interesting tidbits about it. So the tournament breakdown, there were six Republic lists, six Empire lists, four Resistance, three Rebel, two Scum, one Separatist, and no First Order. Um, most were five-ship lists. Um, most were at Initiative 5. And um, if we look at our um, mid-tier list, we see a little bit a uh, little bit different meta than what we might be used to in the states or out in Europe. And uh, I think it's important to kind of point these things out um, just because we're generally... How do I want to say this? We kind of get stuck in our own way and our own focus and aren't really paying attention to uh, what we see in worlds coming up, especially if you're going. Um, you want to know what types of metas could be coming out there. So, and we're going to do this a little bit different because there were only 22 people. We're going to look at the top list and kind of work our way down to those mid-tier lists. So the top list was, uh, um, I don't believe it or not, Republic, but uh, Bo-Katan Krees with Beskar Reinforced Planning, Clan Training, Contraband Cybernetics, Gauntlet, Swivel Rings, and Swivel Wing, and Veteran Tail Gunner, Sock Jag, Sock Wolf, Sock um, Oddball, and then Slider with Dedicated. Yeah, that all fits. Um, interesting, interesting list. Um, but this person obviously did well with it, so congratulations on that win. All right, next we see Galactic Empire, and we see Morna Key with Agile Gunner, Concussion Bombs, Darth Vader, Dauntless, Delayed Fuses, Trick Shot, Rear Admiral Shernu with Agile Gunner, Death Troopers, Electronic Baffle, Minister Tua, Thermal Detonators, and Trick Shot, Major Reimer with Delayed Fuses, Feedback Ping, Homing Torpedoes, Thermal Detonators, and Tomax Brin with Bomblet Generator, Delayed Fuses, Feedback Ping, Mag Pulse Warheads, and Skilled Bombardier. Little bit different loadout than what you're usually seeing on these ships, but again, that's why we're looking at these lists, as you get to see um, that kind of change. Um, yeah, anyway. Alright, next one down, we've got Scum and Villainy. And we see Finra with Beskar Reinforced Plating, Fearless, Mandalorian Optics, and Predator. Old T with Beskar Reinforced Plating, Crackshot, and Fearless. Dirge with False Transponder Codes, Marksmanship, Proton Cannons. Lima Kai with Plasma Torpedoes and R4B11. And Bosk with Expert Handling and Marksmanship. Okay. I mean, those are all solid pieces in the Scum Faction. And as I've long said, if you take solid pieces in your faction, you put them all on a list, and as long as you fly them well, you will do okay. All right, next, Galactic Empire. Boy Vader, Captain Jonas with Barrage Rockets, Bomba Generator, Sat Salvo, Rampage. Oh, here's something. Ooh, I haven't seen Rampage in forever. Rampage with Agile Gunner, Lone Wolf, Sync Laser Cannons, Targeting Assist um, Configuration, Major Reimer with Barrage Rockets, Delayed Fuses, Sat Salvo, Seismic Charges, and Tomax Brin with Barrage Rockets, Bomba Generator, Sat Salvo. So you've got the three bombers, 
you've got Boy Vader, and uh, I can't believe Rampage fits in there, but that's just something that you don't see. And the fact that you've got uh, five ships with a medium base with Lone Wolf um, could present some challenges to flying, but this person obviously did well. All right, next we see another Republic list, and we see Sock Jag, Padme with Passive, Marksmanship, and Proton Torpedoes, SOC Anakin, SOC Oddball, and SOC Wolf. Uh, Medalist, not surprised to see it. Does require a fair amount of skill, but this person did well. Um, it's not a silver bullet. It doesn't just get you there, so you have to fly it well. All right, next we see another standard medalist with Han Solo with Chopper, Biston, Engine Upgrade, Millennium Falcon, Perceptive Co-Pilot, Boy Luke, Wedge Antilles in the A-Wing with Crackshot Marksmanship, Keo Venzi with Proton Rockets, and Sabine Wren with Beskar Reinforced Plating. Not a lot I have to say about this list. Standard Metastapa staple does good. And the last one we'll see is another Scum and Villainy list. And this one's Dr. Afra with BT-1, Babu Frick, Houndstooth, Lando Calrissian, Overtuned Modulators, and The Child. Manaru with Cutthroat, Gar Saxon, Overtuned Modulators, Punishing 1, and R5-P8. Cad Bane with Contraband Cybernetics, Marksmanship, Proton Bombs, Proton Cannons, Xanadu Blood. Lima Kai with Plasma Torpedoes and R4-B11. And Bosk with Dead Man Switch and Marksmanship. So, um, again, those are all the kind of different lists that uh, we saw. As we can see, slightly different meta down in South America than um, what we're used to here in the States and in Europe. But I think that's important because we may see a couple of these lists during Worlds. So, that will cover the Chile World Open Qualifier. Let's talk LVO. But before we get into um, LVO proper, we're going to talk Red Die Redemption and kind of what I learned. Um, now, again, I'm, I'm purposely and intentionally dragging out the LVO conversation um, because I can, really. And, um, but the Red Dyed Redemption, what that was, was it was a four rounds of Swiss, um, and whoever got the, um, top score at the end of four rounds of Swiss earned a full set of the Unicorn X-Wing dice, um, now that's going to come up a little bit later, and I'm proud to say friend of the cast and a good friend of mine, Mason Tanner ended up doing that uh, uh, f just a phenomenal job of going 4-0 in a four-round tournament. The only one to do so uh, with his Rebel list, which we will talk about, and uh, winning those dice. Um, and, man, uh, the look on his face as he got some prizes, it was amazing to see. And uh, kind of got me a little bit out of my funk. Now, you might be wondering, well, Joe, why the heck were you in a funk? Well, it kind of started the day before. And um, most of it was, uh, was physical. Some of it was mental. Uh, but I was in a little bit of a funk. And um, 
we'll go into why a little bit later. But uh, I flew the same list for both LVO and Red Die Redemption. Uh, Red Die Di- Redemption, I went one, two, drop. Um, and there's a lot of reasons that I ended up doing the drop and not continuing on. Um, what did I fly? What did I fly? Well, um, I flew the list that uh, I've been talking about for a while. So Major Von Reg with Deuterium Power Cells, Lone Wolf, Marksmanship, Magpulse, Kylo and the Whisper with the Enhanced Jamming Suite, Instinctive Aim, Predator, Magpulse, Advanced Optics, Lahus with Proud Tradition, Pattern Analyzer, Special Forces Gunner, Mallers with Magpulse, and Lieutenant Gaelic with Heavy Laser Cannon and Proud Tradition. So that was that was the list I flew. Um, really enjoyed the list. Um, I'm probably not going to fly that particular version of that list anymore. Uh, it's too much centered on debuffs, which if you're not getting the debuffs, it uh, there's not really uh, offensive output for it. And so that's one of the things I learned. Um, so my first match was uh, against another friend of the cast, um, flying all boy ships. So Han Solo, Wedge Antilles, Luke Skywalker, and Hole Oaken. Um, incredibly close game. Um, why can't I see the score? Um, I guess it doesn't matter. But, um, close game. He flew well. Um, I flew a little better. Um, and was able to get the win. Um, the next two games, um, well, the next game was also incredibly close. Um, but my offense kind of shut off. And, um,. As a result, I lost. Um, I had two rounds where I did zero damage. And um, you turns out it's very difficult to win a game of X-Wing if you're not doing damage. And that's one of your win conditions. So uh, I lost that match. And uh, the person I was playing also first order, uh, was flying Breach with Concussion Bombs, Proton Torpedoes, Marksmanship, Delayed Fuses, Joel Jerderod with Engine Upgrade, Delayed Fuses, Concussion Bombs, Daredevil, uh, Kylo Ren and the Whisper with Enhanced Jamming Suite, Malice, Brilliant Evasion, Marksmanship, Concussion Missiles, Munitions Failsafe, Biohexcript Codes, uh, Scorch with Targeting, Synchronizer, Marksmanship, and Fanatical, and DT with Fanatical and Targeting synchronizer so uh interesting list um one of the ones and this was kind of kind of where i was getting a little bit in my funk is i think on paper that um i should have i should have beat this list um but the pilot flew well and that's one of the dangers about getting in that mindset um especially beforehand um i think it caused me to uh, underestimate my opponent and um, he flew well, and then when my dice decided to not um, cooperate, um, that kind of sealed the deal. So, and then the last round, and this kind of was the, the, the coup de grace, so to speak. Um, I was flying against... Um, uh, 
uh, gentleman named Bob, who's actually, uh, it was Bob Howe, so Doug Howe's father, and he was flying a, a pretty interesting list. So Rebel Alliance, Leo Organa with Millennium Falcon, Engine Upgrade, Magvillaro, Ursa Ren, Biston Compassion, Boy Luke, Bodica with um, Beskar Reinforced Plating, Mandalorian Optics, and Predator, and Dirk Oladin with Beskar Reinforced Plating and Mandalorian Optics. And uh, this this one started out well. Um, I had all the... I had good positioning. I was winning. Um, it was going well. And then it didn't. In one turn, um, I lost... Um, so I think initially I lost... Um, Gaelic, and then in one turn I lost Malaris and the full health Vonrig, um, and uh, just due to, and I I really hate saying this, but it was it was due to dice, right? So it was two games in a row where my my dice just kind of um, cut out, and I didn't know what to do. So I just dropped. I kind of conceded as soon as that happened um, and uh, decided, you know, I'm I'm just going to enjoy the last little bit, hang out, and not have to worry about um, dice or being competitive or anything like that. So what got me into the funk? Um, well... I ended up going 3-2 in LVO um, Heat 2, um, which is, it's it's a good score. Um, my first round, or my first game was on stream, so I'm looking forward to going back and watching that again. Some of you may have already seen it. Um and I, I think I did well. I was in the right mindset. I The list was doing what it was supposed to do. Um, so what what happened? How did I how did I get into a funk that kind of carried into a second day? Well, um, the first three matches, um, got, they, they all went my way, right? So the first list that I faced, and this one was on stream, was uh, Boba Fett with Fearless, Maul, Thermal Detonator, Slave 1. Dr. Afra with Mandalorian, The Child, Dengar, Hotshot Tail Blasters, Contraband Cybernetic, Tactical Scrambler, Houndstooth. Lima Kai with Ion Torpedoes and Ion Missiles. And Bosk with Marksmanship and Expert Handling. And I won't go into the specifics of kind of how this one, because you can watch the stream. And if you haven't, I don't want to ruin that experience for you. Um, but but things things kind of went my way on that one. All right. Next one. Um, I was facing another First Order list. And this was uh, Kylo Ren and the Whisper with Instinctive Aims, Brilliant Evasion, Concussion Missiles, Advanced Optics, and Tense Jamming Suite, Blackout with Trick Shot, Sensor Scramblers, Plasma Torpedoes, Sensitive Controls, Gideon Hask with Elusive, Pratt Tradition, Biohex Script Codes, Pattern Analyzer, Tactical Officer, Commander Malaris 
with cluster missiles and static with Deadeye Shot marksmanship and deteriorated power cells. So looking at this list when I first sat down, being that it was similar to mine, I, I kind of had an idea of what I wanted to do against it to start. And um, things kind of kind of went according to plan, so to speak. Um, I, I got the dice where I needed. I got the kills where I needed. Um, and I was able to work the objectives and um, kind of kind of get that get that W. Um, and then the third game was against uh, another friend and friend of the cast, Eugene. And Eugene was flying Empireless, so Darth Vader. This is customizable Vader with brilliant evasion, elusive pattern analyzer, fire control systems, afterburners, rack with ruthless seventh sister, Minister Tua, agile gunner, seismic charges, electronic powerful, Dauntless, uh, bomber pack, Tomax Bren, and Major Rhymer with Sat Salvo, Barrage Rockets, Concussion Bombs. This was an incredibly close match. And uh, Eugene and I have been uh, playing together at several different store tournaments. And uh, he has not been able to get me yet. But I have a feeling that streak is about to come crashing down. Because uh, this game I barely won. Um, by a single point and in the last round. Um it was so, so very close. He got an early lead on me, kept the lead all the way up until the last round when time was called. And um, we both got kills, but my kill was one point more than his. Uh, and I got that win. Okay. Now this is where I tilted. And uh, I, I tilted hard on this. And this is one of the things that I was talking about, and we'll get into why I tilted here in a little bit. But um, facing a, uh, a Tucson local, uh, good guy, um, he's flying Empire. So he's got Rack uh, with Dauntless, Death Troopers, Darth Vader, Agile Gunner, Electronic Baffle, Ruthless, uh, Bomber Pack, Deathfire, Bomber Pack, Tomax Bryn, Major Rhymer with Barrage Rockets, South Savo, Ion Bombs, and Captain Faroff with Triple Zero and Ruthless. And let me tell you, um, we set up kind of in an honorable joust, but not really. Most of my list, it was four of my ships versus three of his, and then Von Reg on the flank. And um, I couldn't tell you. I'm sure I made some piloting errors in there, but what I remember most is the dice. Um I fired everything I had into Deathfire one round, and he walked away with one damage. Um, the next round, I fired uh, into Deathfire and Major Rhymer, and I did a grand total of three damage. And um, after that, I didn't have enough ships left to really do anything, and I lost horribly bad it was a 20 to 1 game y'all 20 to 1 um now i'm not typically a bad pilot um but i made some 
and I'm sure I made some bad decisions, but the dice are what I remember the most. Um, but there was a, there was another factor going on, and that's I haven't been taking care of my back very well um, lately, and whatever I did between game three and four, um, I tweaked it, and it was starting to bug me um, to the point where it was difficult for me to stand up. Um, throughout the entire round. Um, thankfully that, and mercifully, that game was really quick. So I had like a half an hour to, uh, to, um, kind of settle down, so to speak. Cause I, 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 I tilted really hard. Um, I, I, I try to consider myself at least a decent player, and uh, a 20 to 1 loss isn't something I consider a decent player doing. Um, so there's there's probably all kinds of things wrong with what I just said. But I I don't know. In in a game of variance, variance will happen. But with that said, um we see the same people at the top of X-Wing all the time and they're playing the same variance games that we are, um, so to speak. So obviously there's some decision-making that's happening that they're doing that I am not. Um, and I want to get better at that, um, but I just I wasn't able to pinpoint what it was. Um so anyway, then we get to the round five. Now, round five, something really cool happened. We got participation prizes round five. And those that haven't heard, the participation prize was one set of unicorn die, which ironically brings up my dice um, cup set to 13 of each, which uh, may or may not be a bad thing. But uh, it is it is what it is. Um, so anyway, I played a good friend of mine, Mitch Hurst, who was flying the list that he won his store championship with, which is a list that I was flying for quite some time, which was Han Solo with Chopper, Perceptive Copilot, Biston, Engine Upgrade, Millennium Falcon Title, Finrau, Predator, Crackshot, Pascal Reinforced Plating, Boy Luke, and Keo Vinzi with Juke. Um, close game. Couldn't pull it out. I got sucked into chasing Han when I probably should have disengaged. Um, ended up losing. So going 3-2 and two overall, positive record, happy about that. Um, so I'm going to I'm gonna do a more thorough um, LVO roundup when the data hits. Um... hits meta wing and the only reason that I'm going to do it like that is because it's very difficult to um, kind of look at uh, each person's list um, and break it down and have it easily ready to go um, and roll better that's just simply how it is um, there were 39 people there. Um, I don't have the stats or anything like that. We'll we'll talk about all that 
uh, at a future event. Um, but I am probably going to... So there's two lists that I'm going to be throwing in my kit. Um, the first is Doug Howe's list, who, for those that didn't know, Doug Howe is the one who won LVO with the First Order list. Um, so I want to I want to kind of try that to see because it's not that much different than what I'm flying now. Um, and then the other list is going to be that Empire list that I talked about last week. Just because I, I kind of want to see. Uh, I know I need to narrow something down for Worlds. No idea what I'm going to do for that yet. Um, so we'll see. But anyway, that'll do it for this week. Let's go ahead and head into our last segment. If you've made it this far, thank you very much for your time. It means a lot to me. Please consider leaving a review however you consume this podcast. It lets other people know why they should listen and tell your friends. Thank you to our patrons, who without this podcast would not be possible. As you know, I like to end each episode with a question. And this week's question is... What's your go-to remedy for a bad, quote-unquote, bad event? This is Sailor Joe, signing off. Let the past die. Kill it if you have to.